Whether you're starting a game or starting your day, you need to pick a starting lineup and you're going to want the starter from Jack Black. Loaded with the superior skincare the pros love, Kings fans can get the starter for just $10, shipping included. Available exclusively at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, the starter has four of Jack Black's best-selling skincare and shave products, plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm, SPF 25. Here's to the winning combination for 2023, the LA Kings and the starter from Jack Black. $10 plus free shipping, available at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, while supplies last. You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit lakings.com slash podcast. Steal by Lazar. Kempik, shorthanded with only power to beat. Kempik cruises in, fire, scores! You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the L.A. Kings. Roy is able to play it. Kempik for Rock scores! Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. This is All the King's Men. Alex Faust joined me and Zach Dewey for a very important episode where we discussed the do's and don'ts of hockey etiquette. Then Mikey Anderson went ahead and signed an eight-year contract extension. So before we get to how you should behave at a hockey game, bringing you Mikey Anderson talking to the media about his new contract, then some clips of Rob Blake that I cut together, from his conversation with the assembled media following the King's State of the Franchise event about Mikey Anderson's new contract. We'll have the full comments from Rob Blake and the rest of the audio from the State of the Franchise available soon. Hope you enjoy. Maybe just excitement of signing that first long-term deal with the LA Kings? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm super excited. Obviously, this is the, the place I want to be. Um, last, what, I think we're in year four now total here. Um, I've loved, uh, loved all my time here and um, starting to feel like home. So happy to, to stay here and um, be around the group of guys and, and keep moving the needle forward. When we talked about signing the one-year deal over the summer. You said you don't really get too involved in the negotiation side. When did you kind of get looped into this particular deal and know that it was kind of moving along? Yeah, the last uh, week or so, things kind of uh, picked up steam a little bit. Um, started talking a little bit more and kind of happened uh, pretty quick. But uh, obviously, like I said, this is a place I, I was wanting to stay in. Um, I think I told you that earlier in the year, too. This is a place I could see see as home for a long time. So, um, you know, I'm happy that uh, we were able to, to find something that worked and uh, I'm able to stay here. Mikey, before last week that you talked about in terms of things picking up steam, um, was there any, even with Rob whatsoever, in, informally, was there any understanding kind of made that you'd eventually be taken care of whatsoever after obviously signing last September, signing the, the short deal? I mean, the the thing with last year was trying to just be able to, to get through the year. Um, obviously, like I said earlier in the year, trying to build the resume a little bit more. Obviously, I'd only played basically a year and a half if you, if you take the COVID years. It wasn't uh, necessarily the full year. So um, we couldn't find something that worked out great. So from, from my standpoint, it was just trying to, to take one more year um, you know, play and uh, like I said, um, as a group, we've had a good start to the year, and um, individually, it helped pay off now. So um, we were able to find something that that worked out now. But um, yeah, coming from last year it was just like I said, just trying to have the the one year and um, keep building, and uh, led led to here. So I'm happy with it. It's life changing money. Other than buying Drew dinner now, because he <laughs> says you only use your 
made you lose money. Like, how does this change your life? House, car, what are you going to do with the money? That's a great question. I think Dewey owes me a few dinners first. I'm still waiting. I think we've only had one. So, um, no, uh, yeah, obviously now it's um, being able to, to be here for, for eight years. It's nice and uh, maybe start looking at a house, um, you know, kind of try and make, make that transition a little bit more from, you know, just being here during the year. Maybe this becomes home for, for the time being. Um, obviously that's stuff that'll, that'll work itself out, but not too worried about any of that right now. You had a chance to talk to your folks yet? Yep, I talked to them. Uh, talked to them yesterday, whole family and everyone. So they were all all super excited. What do you think of um, or who's behind the green jersey today? And what do you think of that? That's a great question. I came downstairs from workout and I was sitting in the stall. I looked around for a black one, and uh, Shorty and Grange and Dana they said they couldn't find any more, so I just threw it on and uh, stuck with it. But. No, it's uh, it's good fun. Well, that was your choice, or uh, I, yeah, I I wouldn't try to find another black jersey. We couldn't find any. Okay. Uh, couldn't couldn't find any, so I just threw it on and uh, yeah, worked out. I didn't know somebody was playing a joke. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they the, sure uh, they were. The news so, of the day. Yeah, sure they were, but yeah, all the black jerseys disappeared for. They'll, they'll be back tomorrow, though. I'm sure. Like you're the longest contracted member of PLA Kings right now. Is it kind of weird to hear that or, or say that when you look at everyone who's in that room? Yeah, I mean, he, he, it doesn't doesn't feel like that ever, considering the fact he got Quickie, Kopi, all those guys that have been here for their whole career. Um, but obviously, we we've got a, a great group of of young core players. Um, I'm just happy that I get to get to be here with them um, for the time being and continue to uh, keep moving the group forward and, and try and you know get back to where those guys were uh, ten years ago. Trevor Moore, guys like that, I follow. Bro. They've all signed kind of longer term here. Do you feel like you're kind of in that secondary core group with those guys, even though you are a little bit younger than there? Yeah, and I've I've been lucky that I've gotten to learn from all of them. Um, you know, especially in the back end with Roy and Walks. Um, those two in particular are kind of that next core. Um, but coming in, they've they've treated me super good since the the day I got called up, and um, you know I'm I'm happy I get to learn from them. And then obviously you've you've got Drew and Eddie. Um, and even only the last couple of years too. So I've had a, a good group of, of defensemen that I've been able to learn from, um, and now it's trying to uh, um, take what they've given me and try and help uh, start doing it back a little bit and, and help out the group from, from everything I've learned from all them. Who knows, uh, who knows what the long-term future holds or things off in the distance or whatsoever, but what do you think of the suggestions or the conjecture that could be a future captain one day. Yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty cool. Obviously, I've um, been fortunate enough to have uh, leadership traits kind of everywhere I've gone. Um, and like I said, I've had that great core of uh, older guys to learn from my first couple of years, and then even the that secondary core now. Um, and kind of getting grouped in with those guys, it's uh, you know still learning from all of them, but trying to you know implement some of the the ways I like to lead uh, within to the group and. Um, try and contribute any way I can with that. I, I know I have the ability to set something um, in the future, try and, and keep adding, and uh, um, yeah, wherever it goes, it goes, but uh, just trying to, to do my part to try and help uh, help the group and, and keep uh, growing as a, as a team organization. Blake, we talked with, uh, with Todd this morning about Mikey Anderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just from your perspective, decision to sign him to an eight-year extension. Yeah, I think the best thing. We, we, we have a real good understanding of what Mikey is, but he's risen to a, a real capable defender against top uh, top players, top offensive players in the league. So 
uh, real low maintenance, shows up every day, big part of the leadership going forward with our group too. So I uh, felt that that commitment over time, uh, he, he would, he is the same. He's going to come and do his job every day for us. Was the conversation always eight years or did it organically uh, move to that? Well, the, the summer was a little different just because of his positioning and we knew cap structure and everything. And then once we got into the season, the talks, uh, you know, went anywhere back and forth on, on term in that aspect. But uh, I think we were comfortable with uh, – uh, with his age and that term and getting the you know the service through the good years uh, uh, throughout his career um there's some no trade protection can you confirm yes there is on the back end i back think because he, yeah, he's got to wait till a certain age to get like it four so, four yeah four we're, years. it's pretty standard with our, our guys at that age i know you had to do the just the one year on the same in september like i said cap stuff whatsoever was, was there either at that time or even in the time since did you in, inform and even informally tell here or his agents Look, we'll, we'll take care of you. This this is what we'll, we can get, no. do now. But oh no, we'll no, I think they understood our position uh, in the summertime. But as far as the desire to have Mikey long term over the course of his career, that that was never going to change. But sometimes you, the the CBA structure, uh, you have to do some different things at different times. How much do you in, in doing this and in that kind of a commitment? I know he's going to be thirty one at the end of it. Yep. How much do you think? All right, what kind of a player? Will he be in, in, in yep. roll the role he'll, he'll be at 30, 31, yep. as opposed to 24, yep. 25? Yeah, and I think with Mikey right now, you see him partner with Drew playing against the best, uh, the top players in the league. And, and that's what he does on a nightly basis. He's anywhere 20 to 23 minutes a night. That, that role, I think, solidifies what he is, and, and we've got a good idea of that. I think you're going to see more of his leadership and his command. And I, I've seen him get uh, be a little more physical as the years went on. I, I think once he got one or two years in the league and started to understand uh, his abilities there. When we talked about the Trevor Moore signing, I feel yep. like you use a lot of those same words yep. in terms of character leadership. Do you see Mikey in that yeah. secondary core group? Yeah. Even though he's a little bit younger than those guys. Yeah. And he, he's been vocal in that group uh, right from day one. Um, you know, had pedigree of being a captain also in college and things. But you do see that come out. And uh, I think the guys played a little joke on him today with his jersey during practice. And uh, But... The type of player who who just put it on went out and did this you know practice. He wasn't gonna, he, he was used to, it, but I, I think the guys had fun with him because they really enjoy having him around. We've seen with Mikey how he's been able to somewhat get under the skin of like Leon Dreisaitl yeah. last year during the playoffs and Crosby this yeah. most recent game. Is that yeah. kind of more due, yeah. due to how good he is defensively? I, I, I think because he, he skates really well and he gives those guys a little bit of trouble. Um, you know, but he, but he's also he'll stand up physically to that. Uh, but I think any any time those top players are playing against tough defenders, it, it, it gets frustrating over term. But we've seen Mikey take big steps in that. We're comfortable with him out there against those guys. Over the last couple of years, Drew Doughty has been vocal about how much he enjoys playing with Mikey Anderson yeah. and said at times yeah. he'd like to play with him for another five years. Yeah. How much? Well, he's got eight now. Yeah. <laughs> How much does something like that matter when it comes to explaining again? No, it does, but it just shows, like I said, Mikey, Mikey's character. He's a real good teammate. Uh, first and foremost, and and uh, and I think Drew respects that. And uh, but but also he's easy to play with because he does do that job every single night. And the same thing when we're watching upstairs. We we don't talk a lot about Mikey because he does give you that effort every night. Have you met a young player that has such a great communication? style strength power i don't know the and, and, and a good word is like presence like mm-hmm. it, it's and, and you know even with the, the little jokes the guys played on him today but it's because of who he is and, and and he does have that presence immediately when he walks in but it but he did have that in college too and and so it's been around him and part of his game 
I, I saw a big difference probably, I think we brought him in right near the end of the first season there, and he played, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 games near the end. But then the next season, then you, you saw the physical element start coming too. You know, not not only hey, I can play against it, I can, I can defend them, I skate well enough, I'm in the right, but now you're starting to see the physical challenge, and I think he likes likes that ability to do that. Well, when it comes to Mike, you, you see yeah. his defensive game, you talk about the physicality yeah. and that. Where's your ceiling with regards to maybe become a little bit more offensive? Yeah, and I, I think that that will come with the steps in that. Uh, the the one thing he does he, he does really work on his game in the off season, like uh, wh- whether it's going to be a shot or, or whether he's doing video to see where he can be offensively. He's real smart hockey sense wise uh, on the defending side, and that should transition. He, he skates well and everything, but uh, that that would be the round uh, for his game. I, I think he's made his basis with what he's going to do. He's going to defend uh, first and foremost, and we can explore the others. When you had your number retired, you asked. <laughs> Maddie Nordstrom to stay yeah. alongside you when the yeah. banner went up. Yeah. Any similarities between Anderson and Nordstrom, and any similarities between him and Dowdy and you and yep. Matt? We had a function for Dustin. Uh, I think it was Wednesday night, uh, you know, prior to his jersey retirement, and uh, uh, Nelson and I were uh, Emerson were there at the end, and um, with Maddie and and, and as the, uh, uh, some of our younger players would come by to stop and introduce him, and that's exactly what Nelson said to to Matt. He said, "That's a younger uh, young uh, to to Mikey." He said, "There's a younger Maddie Nordstrom there." So very, uh, you know. Basically, what they do, they, they compliment the player they're playing with and they help them. So, you like, I always knew Maddie would do the exact same job every day. And I'm sure Drew looks over at Mikey and when he says he enjoys playing with him because he understands what kind of job he'll do every night for you. Joining me now for this important, important discussion, LA Kings play by play announcer Alex Faust. How are you doing today, Alex? Oh, I'm doing great, Jesse. My Huskies won the bean pot. All is right with the world. You mean Jim's Huskies? <laughs> it's and, very true. Uh, Jim's very true. And, uh, and featuring Zach Dooley. How are you doing today, Zach? I'm doing great, Jesse. I watched uh, last night a hockey game uh, that only four colleges in the U.S. care about um, and a tournament that is only valued by four colleges across the United States that was decided by a shootout. So I'm not really sure there's much validity to whatever tournament that was. But other than that, I'm doing really well. There were several L.A. Kings prospects that participated in it. Push your mic just a little bit closer to your mouth there. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, as I said, a very important conversation. This is things not to do at a hockey game, according to the excellent hockey brand company, uh, Bring Hockey Back. We're just going to go down the list. and uh, Can we're we gonna... start by acknowledging that the list looks kind of like the Stanley Cup? We, mm. we certainly can. Wait, Bring Hockey Back from what? So the company was started during the 2012-2013 uh, lockout. Okay. Um, I had a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. But we are going to uh, agree or disagree, and we're not all going to be mm-hmm. unanimous in our agreement and disagreement. Uh, the first one, very controversial according mm-hmm. to some people. Again, this is things not to do at a hockey game, according to some. Uh, bang on the glass. Alex, I think you feel the strongest out of the three of us about this one. I don't. Uh, honestly, I'm oh, fine you don't with know. it. Okay. I, I, don't, right. I, I don't really mind it at all. The only thing that annoys me with the banging on the glass is just from our TV uh, audio is we can't take it out like our audio mixer just it's gonna be in there no matter what you do but i i I, if i were had glass seats i'd be banging on the glass so why not are we talking now am i good with it or would i do it myself are you good with it okay i'm I'm fine with it fine with banging on the glass i don't mind it if you have those seats you paid for the privilege Mm -hmm. a lot of these for me are situational so nine times out of ten i'm fine with it Mm -hmm. if it's the national anthem 
or a moment, or a moment <laughs> of silence. <Yeah. laughs> and okay, if there's a puck battle right in front yeah, yeah, of no, you, yeah. I'm okay Bang with away. like you know here, zoo animals, go after that thing. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're sitting behind the goalie and Adrian Kempe comes down on a short-handed rush and fires one past the goalie yeah. to score his seventh goal in three games, sure. Yeah, whale away. Well, I got no and, problem. And I'd be serenading the goalie and telling him how much it's his fault. And he's terrible at life and goaltending. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the next one, so I think we're all in, a, in agreement, generally three speaking. Three. Right off the bang Yeah, that's good. Yeah. This one, stand in your seat. This one's tough because I'm assuming it just means standing up during gameplay. During the first three periods of gameplay, no. I'd prefer you didn't. But I have gotten out of my seat when a player goes on a, on a breakaway or if there's an odd man rush in a tense moment. I've, it's, the emotion takes over. You don't, you're not thinking about it. But I've also screamed at people for doing the, oh, what section are we in? Is that my seat? Is that your seat? Dance, you know, while play is going on mm-hmm. and you're like, come figure it out. I view it the opposite of how you view banging on the glass. Nine times out of ten, it's a no right. for me. But when there's two minutes left in the game and someone gets sprung on a breakaway or it's overtime or it's the shootout, mm-hmm. yeah, you can stand up and get excited for the moment. But generally during play, yeah, don't sit the F down. How about this? If you are in a section of people like the Galaxy folks who come by or, I don't know, you know, the Kings supporters section, and that's just your thing, you stand for the entire game. That's fine, so long as everybody is in agreement in that area that we're standing yeah. for the whole game. Agree. We're gonna we're gonna get to uh, so long as oh everyone's boy. in agreement. Mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah. later. Now this one, I am, <clears throat> I'm passionate about this. Oh one. boy, same. Scream, shoot it. Uh huh. Zach, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start us off. I mean, it's an obvious no for me. <laughs> um, couldn't be more of a no. Um, you know, the individual one second into the power play player stationed at the right point with the puck butt touching the wall skate touching the blue line shoot no don't shoot shut up they don't want to shoot from there it's a power play why would you shoot the puck when it makes no sense whatsoever to shoot the puck my one of my least favorite things yeah now this is where i disagree with you and and we've had this is what really spawned my interest Uh, in having this conversation Um, I am a I am a staunch advocate of yelling shoot it. I encourage people to yell shoot it. When the Kings score on the power play, I like to give credit to everybody yelling shoot it at home or in the building. <laughs> I was yelling shoot it at the TV when I was watching my college hockey game. You should because, Alex, you're illustrating my belief perfectly, which is I'm not asking for the person to shoot it in the instant that I say the word shoot it. Mm-hmm. I'm not admonishing them for missing what I believe to be an obvious chance that was not a chance. I'm passionately invested in the game, and I, you cannot score without shooting. Mm. And frequently I yell shoot it when the puck has been passed around the perimeter for a few moments and no shots have been taken. You could score without shooting. It's rare. Shoot it! <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, uh, Alex, I think you agree <laughs> with me. I'm not. It's not like a sincere request it's just a way of cheering what, for your what's team. wrong with shooting what's wrong with yelling shoot it nothing okay that's what i think uh there's the, nothing wrong with shows it. that you don't understand the game wait wait wait, wait 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 it i understand the game and i'm still imploring my team that i care deeply about to do something even if it's not the correct thing at the time because i want the result I'm not interested. I'm not a coach. I'm not interested in process that the, that feed into there's results. There's no different than than banging on the glass. Right. You're, this is, you're, this is you're keyed primal, up. You're emotional. Exactly. Primal, visceral, emotional connection. Shoot, shoot it. What he said. You're literally describing like 
not even apples to oranges. It's like apples to filet mignon. It's I, that different. It's, that's I, how different it is the, right now. I think the filet problem mignon. here um, is the is the dual. I need this. I need this. I need this. You got I'm oh, yeah. too, so, too riled up. I need the. I need the stress ball. Okay. Here. So it, it, let me let me also kind of background like when i'm a fan you don't want me in the stands i get really obnoxious and really rude so and i'm okay with that kind of like you know cursing out the goaltender well maybe not with with certain choice words but like i want to heckle i am Mm -hmm. okay with heckling so the opposite of that would be like imploring my own team to go and do something so i'm okay with as always i do believe there's a limit oh yeah so like if you're if you're the guy for example who yells hit somebody when your team has the puck. Mm. See, I, I, I view those as one and the same. Yelling shoot it when you're not in the when you're not in an ideal moment to shoot it. When I'm watching football is the same I, as yelling <laughs> hit somebody when you have the puck. I, I yell at the guy, get him <laughs> <laughs> He's running away, get him. See that's different too. How's that different? Like I'm well, telling the guy who clearly is not able to get him. Of course, get him. they're trying to tackle the ball carrier yes, in football. Yeah. They're not trying to shoot the puck in that moment. They're mm. trying to use the five on four power play advantage as it's designed <laughs> to to create a grade A. So we're not going to do this scoring chance. So we're going to pass the puck in into our net. That's what we're doing. We're not going to do this. But what I what I would love to do is actually log every time you and I hear somebody else shoot the puck in the, <laughs> in the stands. Because I guarantee you, what doesn't happen is that somebody yells "shoot it" as soon as the guy crosses the blue line, like you described with his foot on the blue line and the it's, guy in the shooting lane. What happens is that it's a power play. They haven't scored in the first minute and fifteen seconds, and you know. Two players at the half wall and the point are passing it slowly back and forth and back and forth and passing up opportunities to shoot it, trying to get that extra pass, but they're doing it too slow. And the fans are getting frustrated, and you want action because it's a power play. And as Alex said, you oh, the poor you yelled, King shoot King fans it! with yeah, their terrible power, power play, play yeah. unit. Oh, <laughs> what a travesty. Uh, I look at it like if, there's a, if a guy gets the puck in a grade A area, high, mid slot, shoot it. Yeah, agreed. Shoot it. Don't pass it. Don't look off shot. Shoot it. In that situation, sure. But would that's you not... yell? Would you yell? Shoot it in that situation? If you see the I guy, I wouldn't yell it ever. Eyes wide open. If that's the situation, one yeah, on go one for with it. attendee. That's, that's fair. So here, we're but gonna, that's not the situation. So I think I think the next one on the list sort of perfectly illustrates the difference yeah. between what Alex and I are saying mm-hmm. and and how Zach is wrong, mm-hmm. and that is uh, scream pass it. I don't think I've ever in my I, life I was... screamed pass it because yeah. a pass yelling pass it. I think does imply that you're calling for a specific course of action in that specific moment. And the game is way too fast Mm. for me to see like, or maybe I suppose if there was a two on one, like Mm. last night when Byfield came down with, uh, was it Kopitar? Yeah. And he took the shot himself. I suppose you might have enough time in your brain to fire the synapses to see, Oh, they're in a two on one. But like yelling pass it is way too specific. I I did kind of, I don't know if I've ever heard someone yell pass. I don't don't think I have either. I I did cheekily say um, when uh, the Kings had their first power play uh, against Buffalo, Hey, you may want to get the puck to number nine. He's, he's feeling it right now. I think I'm going to start, being a passive guy. <laughs> you that's should. how I'm gonna that's Just how I'm gonna do spite. it. Like when someone is stationed at the blue line uh-huh. with the puck with no possible uh-huh. way of scoring, uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna start being a pass it guy. Well, I, like I don't I don't think you're allowed sense. to yell pass it in the I press think, box. I don't think so either. But you should you should yell pass it whenever Victor Arvidsson has the puck because that's Jesse's favorite player. That's true. Uh, I'm in favor of that. <laughs> yep, see, there you go. Now this one I well, I don't know about this one. Start the wave. 
This is actually what started. Who this starts the wave? By the way, like who is who is at a game actively? Like, I'm going to start the wave, everybody. Not not I. Here's what I'd like to know. Yeah, I want advanced analytics on success rate of wave started. Like how many it's gotta times? Be low, right? How many times does someone start the wave? Yeah, and it reaches like one section or two sections or three, and like doesn't actually mm-hmm. get going. But then, like, but if you're the individual who starts a wave that goes around the bowl five times, I wouldn't participate. But I, I, I feel like that'd be kind of cool if you were the person who started the actual wave. Yeah. Is there a direct correlation to alcohol content? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, so the wave is actually how this conversation really got started because mm. Dooley and I were at a game. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like November? the wave at all? I don't care. Okay. But now that I started thinking about it for two months. <laughs> And started applying it to other things the way I'm apt to do. Mm-hmm. I think I've come down on I hate it. But not as an act, more as like a statement about like the plight of humanity. Mm. And the I, don't, human experience. I don't like it because when I'm at the game, I'm there to watch the game. Yeah. And the wave gets in my way. Mm. Sure. Which is, which is how it relates back to the banging on the glass and standing on the your seat. The only way to get around the wave is to stand in your seat. So you have to. But also Alex was talking about uh, getting every, if everybody in the section agrees. Yeah. Right, and so this is so this came up um, soccer mindset. Uh, Alex, Zach, and I have been talking over months about uh, a vocal minorities when it comes to anything, whatever it is. If a small group of people are against something, should you pay attention to them or should you acknowledge that they're a small group and disregard it? Now, the wave is where this came into mm. to play because. <clears throat> My take on I just sort of absentmindedly tweeted out, oh, look, someone's trying to start the wave. And we got an avalanche of negative responses on Twitter, which is to be expected. I love it. And but but as duly correctly observed, the wave made it, I don't know, two thirds around the building. Yeah. But it wasn't universal buy in. No. It was maybe 10 percent of each section in about 30 percent of the building. Mm -hmm. So then my question is. Nobody is actively for the wave. People will do it because, oh, oh, look, it's the wave. What's going on? And we even saw two goalies. I think it was in the AHL All-Star game participated in the wave. Someone at a lower level. Like, sure. As the wave went around behind them, they threw their arms up. That's funny. It's easy enough to do, but is it actually a thumbs up or a yes? Or is it a, is it a eh, why not? And then, therefore, if... You have a small group of passionately negative people and an avalanche of whatever. Those aren't yes votes. Those mm. are abstaining in favor of going along with the flow. I say you pay attention to the people who hate the wave. So while I don't personally hate the wave, enough other people do that I'm willing to cast my lot with them because they care about As it. As you know, Jesse, I, I tend to uh, err on the side of cynicism more yes, often you do. than not. Yes. Uh, I view the wave, uh, I'd say... Two, f- uh, sorry, four fifths negatively, and one fifth as a positive disrespect to the other team. You're up six nothing. I have become disinterested in the game. Let's do the wave, and that would re- like we. Where were we that uh, the Kings were getting blown out somewhere? I, it was Pittsburgh or Washington. I forget which. Um, and they started doing the wave, and I'm like, well, they've started doing the wave here in the third period. And like that's that's a sign of disrespect to the other team, which. Makes me feel good. I like when we disrespect the other team. I like when we're enraging their fans and starting stuff. So part of me is okay with that. Uh, the other part of me is just like, well, you're you're that bored of the game that you just you know want to 
distract from the other people who are enjoying this sporting activity. Mm. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like it, but I don't have an issue if people want to do it. That's where I like it. Do you guys know the Anthony Jeselnik routine about thoughts and prayers? No. The punchline is that when you're doing thoughts and prayers on social media, what you're really saying is, hey, everybody, don't forget about me today. Mm, yeah. That's how I – because it's very clearly start the wave, not participate in the mm, wave. Yeah. If, right. if, yeah. the wave oh, okay. if the wave yeah, comes right. around and, yeah. and you're going to do it, sure. But for you to – unlike banging on the glass or yelling shoot it or standing in your seats, there's no emotional spontaneity of like, oh, I'm going to start the wave. You were sitting there. You were thinking about it. And, like, what's the best-case scenario for you? On the yeah. drive home, you get to turn to your buddy and go, hey, remember when I started the wave? Like, <laughs> I mean, I could actually see this conversation happening. Yes, 100%. Especially if there's alcohol. You remember when I started the wave of the game, man? Like, who, who wants to be friends with that guy? Uh, I don't know. Those people exist, though. Nobody. If you, if you want to be friends with that guy or if you are that guy... <laughs> Unsubscribe, unfollow. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one, I think we can all agree. Kick the seats. Don't kick the seats. No, don't kick the seats. Unless. You're a small child. Unless there is a. So this is probably not any NHL rink, but when I played high school hockey, mm-hmm. the backs right under the seat was like a metal thing and you could kick it and it would make noise that mm. would add to the atmosphere of the game. All right. That's the exception that proves the rule. Yes. Yeah. So I, I agree with that in, in that's the sense the only one that if you're standing, if everybody's standing, remember going back to the idea of standing, you could bang on the back of the seat with your arms and, and make noise. Don't kick the seats. Don't kick the seats. Don't kick them. That's yeah. 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 You're likely to damage that. Uh, next one, ignore flying pucks. Listen, I <laughs> do it at your own peril. <laughs> I don't have a strong emotional feeling about it. Ignore flying pucks. Do the wave. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, I mean, if you want to get, I prefer people didn't, but I mean, people do. Yeah, and... I feel like we've reached the section of the list where we could lump like the next four together, and we're all going to be like, "Yeah, don't do that." Yeah, well, Bye. they're 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 yeah, building out the graphic so that it looks like the cup. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Spill beer on someone, throw trash on. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Why can't you spill beer on somebody if it's like a huge <clears throat> overtime winner and you're thrilled and just the beer flies up in the air? Is that I'd still prefer you didn't. Well, yeah, you'd prefer, (laughs) but you know what? In the heat of the moment, you'd probably, you know. Who has beer left in overtime? That's a good point. They stop stop alcohol sales. And if you're still drinking your beer at that point, clearly you haven't been on the jumbotron with the crowd screaming at you to chug your beer. You could have had two tall boys at the concession stand before they cut you off. Yeah. And if if you're that individual who's got two tall boys for the third period alone, then I'm probably mad at you for spilling your beer on me because you're probably... Yeah, intoxicated. Oh, you're. Yeah. I, I was going to say you could be, you know, too slow at drinking too. Which, that you know, that is a whole, that's a. I don't separate think there is a single instance where that. I would be happy if someone spilled their beer on me. Well, but like it, on it would you, negatively but... impact my experience. And yeah, sure. I don't spill want, beer on people. Yeah, don't spill beer on people. I'm just saying, like in in absolute terms, I'm not going to <laughs> deny that. You now, know. this one, throw trash on the ice. Don't a obviously do not throw trash on the ice. Right. Mm-hmm. If Unless you, it's a Danbury Trashers game. Ooh. Is that a thing? Oh, you need you to watch this. You ever saw the documentary on Netflix? You need to watch Not this yet. on Netflix. Just, this oh, is this right is up your alley. Team? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, I've if heard the Danbury it, yeah. Trashers are playing, I feel like it's fine. Yes. but uh, Well, yeah, yeah, Danbury Trashers. That's it, though. Yeah, but yeah, I will say if you're wearing um, a hat of a certain franchise, um, maybe in a different county other than oh. Los Angeles County, um, and someone scores a hat trick and you take the hat off that person who's sitting next to you wearing it and throw it on the ice 
as a part of the, the hat trick. That is trash being thrown on the ice. I'm learning. I don't think I want to attend sporting events with Alex Faust. I, I, I desperately want to attend I sporting like, events with Alex Faust. I feel like you need to see a side of me. out. I've <laughs> <laughs> probably gotten close once. Or oh, man. Like, this is a side of me that most, most people think, oh, I'm this buttoned up, uh, whatever. No, when you take me to a sporting event, I'm going to be out of control heckling people. Now, th- this next one, I think, again, don't throw trash on the ice. Right. Um, talk loudly in your... Oh, sorry. No, I skipped one. Lean forward in your seat. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you're aware of this, but for a long time in the Kings, certain corners of the Kings fandom online, leaners were a concern. <laughs> um, Can you explain oh. to me first yeah, the, so the issue, issue is, with it? Yeah. The issue is how the, the grade that the seats are s- steeped in. Yeah. Yeah. So if you lean forward... At, at the way certain buildings have their seats, you know, um, laid out, mm. you are obstructing the view of the people behind you, and then they either have to lean forward, or you know, you can't see me, everybody, but I'm craning my neck. I'm trying to find better body position. Now, I for years sat in row one of section three twenty, so I had an unobstructed view <laughs> of the ice surface because I was just staring at you know whatever a hundred yards of open space before the. Rink showed up, and I probably leaned all the time and never once thought about what it was doing to the 15 or 16 rows of people behind me. So I feel ill-equipped to talk about this because, I don't know, you can't tell people to like sit perfectly back in their seats for the entirety of a hockey game. I've never once thought about <clears throat> no. I I think you're in your seat. It's not like you're like waving your arms to block people. Like You can lean. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you've ever been in a movie theater with uh, someone who's leaning, then it's yeah, it's kind of an annoying experience. But uh, I don't know that I've ever thought or seen somebody leaning forward at a movie theater. Yeah, people do that. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't think That's... I've ever had like a sight issue at the movies, but I also haven't been in a bit. Well, I mean, like the older theaters that aren't like the stadium style, yeah, style the... seats that are kind of like a you know a slower pitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be mildly annoyed, but I wouldn't say, like, you can't do that. That, Yeah. That's that's kind of like, you know, a nanny state issue. Oh. (laughs) Going to the nanny state. Sit up straight. You know, it's... Don't move your hands. It's rough. It's a little, Don't scream too loud. We're not at the library. We're at a hockey game. Yeah. 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 Uh, the next one... Don't say shoot it. Good segue. (laughs) Good segue. Yeah, the next one is talk loudly for no reason. What is no reason? Who who are these people that are concerned with... What I'm doing. Oh, I've encountered this. It's really annoying. I guess what I would say is you can, if it's related to the game, you should be able to yell as loudly as you want. You're Mm -hmm. you're a paid fan. You're there passionately supporting your team. You should be talking loudly. If you're having a conversation with someone a row over, over a bunch of people, maybe don't do that. Yeah. That is kind of how I think it. But like to blanketly state, talk loudly, what's no reason? I feel like I've done a lot of these. So, again, I used to sit in row one, section 320 with <clears throat> my dad. And, you know, I was by the once I became an adult and we no longer saw each other, you know, every day or, or as frequently as we used to, we'd catch up. We'd see each other a couple times a week for the game. The first period, we'd, how's life? How are things? Blah, blah, blah. And we're in row one. So we don't have to worry about anybody in front of us. It never once occurred to me that our conversation that was had loudly because it's a hockey game might be carrying backwards. Zach, you and I know from sitting in the press box, we hear conversations All the time. from the front row of yeah. the section in front of us. And it's amazing. I don't know how the acoustics work where their conversation yeah. carries backwards into the press box, but we can hear 
(laughs) details of conversations. I I can appreciate Zach's nuance of just like, yeah, you know, don't have a conversation two rows away. But if you're just talking loudly, like, all right, maybe you're annoying to me, but whatever, that's your deal. Mm. What's the uh, what's the statement of like? I disagree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death. You're right yeah. to say it. That's like me yeah. with you yelling, shoot. Like, <laughs> You're right. I'll, I'll defend that you can say it loudly. Yeah. I just don't agree with you saying it. In principle, I'm with you. However, the exception is the next item on the list. Okay. Scream woo every four seconds. Woo! Woo! <clears throat> if you scream woo at a hockey game, you are an idiot and I hate you. Wait a minute. What if you're up 6-1? <laughs> don't care. I hate it. Now, what if talking, you're the Boston you Bruins talking, PA announcer and Alex, that's just your thing? I hate it. <laughs> are you talking strictly like the Ric Flair yes. woo directly? Uh-huh. Is that what we're? Yes. Is that what this means? I'm assuming it is for me, and I hate it. Again, to me, it's a sign of disrespect to the other team that you're up six to one, and we're just going to scream woo it's every four seconds. It's a sign of disrespect to me. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> I have no issue with this whatsoever. I don't know why I hate it. Is is that like the same as talking loudly for no reason? You're just you're blurting out. Um, I feel like it's part of the atmosphere and the energy. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. it's hockey see hockey do for me. Somebody started it, and then other people who are like, I like things that are loud, are started doing. I loathe it. I hate it. If I hear it coming through on a telecast, I want to throw my remote at the television. I hate it a lot. What if it's oh. played on the video board? Also hate it. But like, does that make it acceptable? If I never hear it? woo again, wow. it'll be too soon. You must really hate the Bruins I, then. I well, I don't like many things from Boston. The <laughs> the, the wooins. <laughs> yeah. This one I don't know. I I think we can all agree don't do this, and yet I could see myself doing it. Um fight someone over a free shirt. I've come a long way in the <laughs> Free T-shirt. Now, granted, I'm really jaded and, again, really cynical, Mm -hmm. so I don't need a free T-shirt if I'm going, you know what? You, I work in sports. You can have that free T-shirt. But if I were a fan and I'm thinking, man, I'm going to get this free T-shirt, yeah, it's part of the the whole thing. They're throwing it into the crowd indiscriminately, so somebody's got to get it, and if you snooze, you lose. What I've realized, and I'm the Alex Faust cynic here, (laughs) is that these are... 100% 100% cotton, mm-hmm. size extra large, yeah. one color logo t-shirts yep. that you will never, ever wear again. Mm-hmm. Yet, everyone goes bananas for them. It's one of the loudest roars in every building. It's not LA specific or anywhere. It's Major everywhere League, on the road. Everywhere. everywhere loves the free shirts. They're garbage t-shirts for the most part. Like They're not something you're going to take home and be like, this is now in my wardrobe. Because if you're at the game, you probably have a way nicer set of LA Kings apparel. I don't think you should ever fight someone for anything like you you should just give it to the kid next to you but yeah it's it's um that's one of my mind blowers is like how excited people (laughs) get for this free shirt when they're wearing a nicer version of that shirt a play in one act lights up chad and lance are in their car driving home chad turns to lance and says bro remember when i started the wave and Lance says, bro, remember when I beat up that kid for that free shirt? <laughs> they, they fist bump and drive home. Uh, yeah, I – yeah. Well, but here's the thing. If, if I realize what it says here is for a free shirt. But if 
if the souvenir item were changed from a free t-shirt to like a free souvenir towel that you could like pin up on your wall or near your desk or something like uh we've been in a couple of arenas where they wrap it in foil and it's like a burrito giveaway oh, yeah with some, like i would absolutely beat up the person next to me to get that How about a hot dog hot dog there guy. you go there you go. That's I've done sustenance. that. Minor league that, baseball. That's right? sustenance. Adirondack Thunder yeah. had a hot dog. A hot dog will shrink in your stomach, not in, Free the, food? not in the laundry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> here's if you're gonna if you feel the impulse to fight somebody at a Kings game over a piece of free merchandise. Shoot me a DM on Twitter. We'll try and find you uh, one of the yeah. leftovers. Like, I'll, I'll go to Zazzle.com and print that shirt <laughs> for five ninety nine and there just give it to you. Like. There you go. Uh, all right, this one is for me a lot like a lot of the previous ones, which is I would say don't do it. I know I've done it many times, and I've probably judged people like a hypocrite when I saw them doing it. Uh, sit on your phone the entire game. Whatever, man. Like you paid for your ticket. If you want to waste your time on your phone, that's your business. Hundred percent agree. I just I think it's yeah. If in theory, yeah, you can do your own thing, whatever. But <laughs> man, that's, you're an awful fan, and why are you at a hockey game if you're just going to read your phone? I think my attitude changes directly proportionately to how close to the ice the tickets are. If there's somebody sitting right behind the bench. And every time the camera goes to Todd McClellan pacing back and forth, there's some kid on his phone the whole time. And you're like, kid, I know you didn't pay for those tickets. You are a child. You're not appreciating, you know, the gift that you've been, this incredible opportunity you've been given. But if it's somebody in the last row in section 304 up in the corner and it's a six to two game and you're just, or five to two and, you know, person's been on the phone the whole time, like whatever. You know what? Yeah. Everyone enjoys the game differently. Yeah. If you enjoy the game by, Posting on Instagram that you're at the game and that's what makes you enjoy it, then yeah. more power to you. You sure. bought the ticket. You're not breaking any of the other rules on yeah. this list. That's right. You're, as long as you're not yelling woo. Yeah. Do it. Maybe like. this is why. Or well, of... if you yell woo every five seconds, you're fine. <laughs> right. Right. Not every, yeah, not yeah every just four, keep it right. to every five or, or greater. Maybe instead of uh, you know, the all these places trying to provide better cell service in arenas mm. for a fan experience. I think we should, like, you know, just under the radar, try to have worse cell service in arenas so that people get off their <laughs> phones and watch the game. Just get a... Uh, just get a brick phone, old Nokia? No, like a dampener, whatever it is, where you just uh, <laughs> kill the signal. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, the next one is a sort of a no-brainer, but I'm going to expand it out into two different arenas. I'm curious where you guys come down on this, because I've changed as I've gotten older. The next one is leave puddles of beer everywhere. Obviously, don't do that. Uh, but I have noticed that the older I've gotten, when I go to the movies, which is not as often as it was when I was a kid, I don't just throw my trash on the floor <laughs> like I used to. I put it in. If there's an empty seat next to me, I put it on the seat next to me. And at the end of the movie, I bring it out with me into a trash can. Mm-hmm. And when I go grocery shopping, I return my cart to the corral. Okay. Where do you guys? I and I see them all as the being the same vein as don't leave puddles of beer everywhere. Well, if you spilled your beer already, then it's kind of a, you know, I'm sorry for spilling my beer, but like, are you gonna kick me out of the game now? If you do it like more than three times, <laughs> if I spill my beer, like I'm not gonna clean it up. Fair, but, but I'm not going to. If I have trash, I'll put it in the trash can on the way out. I won't leave it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, you have peanuts for mm-hmm. if you choose peanuts for whatever reason, like. I'm going to leave them on the ground. I'm not going to pick up the shells, but like, I'm not going to 
throw the box on the bottom. I'll, right. I'll put it in the trash can. Same with the movie. Yeah. Same with my shopping. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, my shopping cart. I'll return it. But if it happens and it does happen, I'm not gonna go out of my way to like go to the bathroom get no, paper towels. Not. But you might tell a well, I guess they're not red coats anymore. But you might tell a blue. They're coat. gonna clean that section either way after right. the game, right? Sure. The whole arena is getting wiped, whether my seat is spotless or yeah. whether there's a small puddle of of beer that I. Mm. For yeah. some reason, kicked accidentally. Yeah. You know, like. But uh, but everybody don't leave puddles of beer everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. That's, uh, that the seems next two, we're gonna. Is this actually like a, a code for like like don't pee at your seat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe know that this. dog last night was called Puddles. <laughs> puddles. There was a dog on the. Did you see the dog on the <laughs> no. Jumbotron? It was fantastic. No. Somebody brought a dog to the game. What? And I don't. No idea. Wait, it was, as service. Zach said, I think you waive the right to call it a service dog if you're lifting it up over yeah, your head when true, the camera yeah. swings around. First time it happened, I was like, why is there a dog at the game? But then later in the third period, they would cut to the a Sabres fan. Boo. Then the camera would cut to a dog. The same oh, yeah, dog. I did see Everybody would dog. cheer. Back to a different Sabres fan. Dog. Boo. Back to the same dog. Yay. So I like yeah. that. Next two are one in the same. And it's getting your seat while puck is in play. Leave your seat while puck is in play. With the caveat of, listen, if you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. That's fine to leave. But getting in your seat. This I observed this happen at a game against the Flyers, and the Philly fan was arguing with the arena staff that in Philadelphia they're allowed to go sit in their seat during gameplay, and they were trying to like bully the the um, uh, I'm blanking on yeah. the, the name of the job of the people like who's... the ushers. Yes, thank yeah. you, usher. They were trying to bully them into letting them into their seat. And they were like, ah, I've been to games all over the East Coast. I can't do a Philly accent. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, I'm allowed to – not only can I not, I wouldn't because it's the worst accent in wow. the country. But and, That's not and a Boston accent. The, the usher turned to me and goes uh, – <laughs> and looks at me and goes, is that true? And I shook my head and I said, absolutely not. This person is lying to you. I was say, like, there's like, no I, way. I can't recall. I mean, I don't, I've only been to a handful <laughs> of arenas as a fan recently, but – I can't recall an arena that even that lets you, like, even walk down the the aisle to get to your seat. I, I just think that's a that's a thing that the ushers do. At least I don't know how it works in basketball, but in hockey, they like actively yeah. stop you. I think this is on the wrong list. I don't think it's on the fans. I think it's on the arena staff to mm. not allow people to go to their seats during play. True. If there's no one there telling you to stop. It's probably bad etiquette, but it's not your fault. You should be told to stop. But the closest don't know. the closest I've ever come to getting into a fight at a game was when two guys in front of me, Chad and Lance, were trying to find their seats, and they were in the wrong section. But they got halfway down the row directly in front of me before they realized they were having the conversation with the people in the seats. Like, you're in our seats. No, these are our seats. And then everyone had to pull their tickets out and stand around and figure we, it we've out. We've all been there yeah, for right. that, where for some reason, oh, it's 103, not 133. Right. Like, mm-hmm. read the damn ticket. But the yeah. game's going yeah. on, and I yeah. just screamed, because I just had it. We're going on minute five of yeah. this you know, right. yeah. meeting of the minds, and I just screamed, sit down. And So you know, I think this just, like, there, there's a blanket here of... I just don't like incompetence, like yeah, know, spilling beer, you mm-hmm. know, throwing your trash or whatever. Um, like, d- just don't be incompetent. Just don't bug everybody sitting around. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, that's a good too, way to too yeah, much. There you go. Yeah, don't annoy it's people. A, it's a, not a library, but it's also not your living room. Right. Next one is try to call a penalty from your seats. I... Get out of here. We all do that. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah. With that. Yeah. 
Like yeah. there, there's a reason why the uh, the referees wear stripes is so you can see them and tell them that they're wrong. That's right. Like there are eighteen thousand other referees in the building on any given night. I think they should, you know, sometimes get assistance. You know, like there are only four on the ice and eighteen thousand in the seats sometimes. What are you supposed to do at a game if you can't do any of this stuff? Right. You sit quietly with your hands on it's your like, Exactly. It's like a, like a 1940s game where everyone yeah. dressed up and it was like a night out. Every, you see the stands just sitting there. According exactly. to my dad, the good old days. The good old days <laughs> when, of just, you know. When people knew how to dress up in public. I mean, these are basically the rules of like if you go to tennis somewhere. Yeah. Just like, or, golf. To, or golf. Or yeah. golf. Yeah. Which incidentally, I've never understood. Why, you, Why are tennis players and golfers so delicate mentally that we can't make noise around you ever, them? You ever play disrupt? golf? Yeah. You ever had noise go on while you're swinging versus not? Yeah. And it didn't impact you? Well, or I'm you not just, a very good golfer, so <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> it's a, I, I think it is a massive deal in golf. I understand if in, in the backswing somebody blows an air horn. Mm. But to in, like at, one, at some point, surely you would just – anyway – this is not. This be. is not all the masters. This isn't shaped like a golf club. It's shaped yeah, exactly. like a It used job. to be in yeah. tennis before they used all like robot umpires. Like the lines people would be the only ones to blurt out, you know, if the ball is out. Mm-hmm. So if there's something with the stands, a player might hesitate. Oh wait, wait, the play stopped or is it? Go-? So that's why I think. Now this yeah. one I think is probably in, open to interpretation. It is the final one on our list. Argue with the ref who can't hear you. Like how much arguing are we talking about? I don't see how that's different than calling the penalty because yeah, it's not know. an argument if he can't hear you. Yeah. He can't talk back. You can insult him mm-hmm. the way you can call the penalty. I think I it's will one of the same. freely admit heckling the referees at the USA-Canada women's hockey game <laughs> from the stands because they were terrible. Uh, now, that's not their fault because they're not refing a lot of these games and the referees who do ref, you know, ref at, at full speed, like AHL refs, NHL refs, weren't used on that game. They were using folks that were, I guess, entry-level, double IHF or something. They were awful. Um, and I heckled them. And Thanks I was for coming and doing this game. Heckled yep. you. You're yep. terrible. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, they're paid. Yeah. They are. And they you're, were doing a terrible job. They're paid job. to do their job. <laughs> yep. And you're paid to do your job, or we're paid to do all of our jobs, mm-hmm. and people have no problem telling us that we are poor mm-hmm. at them sometimes. So. Yeah. Your people uh, tell me that all the time, Zach. You're they LA do. I, I yeah. encourage them to do so. Mm-hmm. Well, would I you know. quit saying the word shutout? No. <laughs> Are we gonna? Is, is that on the list? No, it's not on the that list. Should be on the list. Why? Were you there when I asked Todd if he says the word shutout during the game? No, he said he won't. <laughs> well, that's because he's he's. <laughs> he a, also admitted that that has nothing to do with the outcome. He, well, and also he's more of an old school. But he still doesn't say type. it. Yeah, exactly. He's he's an old school hockey type. He there there. I would. I'm sure you you could dive into this a little bit more, Jesse. Of like old school hockey ish rules that Todd has. Like if a goalie has a shutout, regardless of whether there's a rotation going or not, he will play that same goalie the next game. Yeah. Like, and that's just his his baseline rule. So like there are a couple hockey superstitions, but whatever. It's part of the game. Like Vin Scully. Uh, my rule always goes to Vince Scully didn't care if it was a no-hitter or a perfect game. Like He was going to tell you as such because he wanted you to be informed of what was going on. Who cares? Boo. <laughs> uh, if Vince Scully did it and people you know, think he's the greatest of all time, then what difference does it make? Boo. I, I care less about that one, but I do. And the reason this list is sort of interesting to me mm-hmm. in general and the broader conversation mm-hmm. is that Hockey fans get a lot of grief for gatekeeping and being unwelcoming to new fans Mm -hmm. and all that. And I agree that the community could be (laughs) 
more welcoming to new fans. However, one of the reasons that I struggle to follow football or basketball is that near as I can tell, there don't seem to be as many rituals or traditions. Um, and so it's less charming to me. It's more just for sure. It's more just like this is yet another multi-billion dollar media campaign loosely built around an event. But at some point we're looking at, you know, the 50th installment in the Marvel movies or the Star Wars mm -hmm. movies. And yeah. it looks exactly like the one before. You know, mm -hmm. I was watching the Super Bowl and I was just like, OK, I don't actually feel anything about this event. Mm. I would – the only thing I would challenge is on from a college sports standpoint. Mm -hmm. I, like the traditions there are great. Um, college football, college basketball, college hockey, there are great traditions. Uh, professional, yeah, I feel the same way. Like hockey has certain things that are just part of the fabric of the sport. And it, it translates arena to arena, city to city. Um, you see the same kind of thing. And a lot of these kind of – are following up on things on this list of just like you know, people bang on the glass. Why do people bang on the glass? I don't know, but they just do it. Uh, like people stand in their seats. You know, if there's a, a penalty shot or a shootout, like that's just what they do. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you that hockey has certain things that make it its own. But also I would challenge anybody who's a hockey fan, don't you dare complain that the hockey's trade deadline is boring or the NBA does this better, or the NBA does that better. Stop. You have a great sport. Stop. The NBA trade line deadline is better, but that's not hockey. That's not. It's who also, cares about it's the trade also deadline? Better because those teams are like. Let's just take the Brooklyn. Nets. It's not even a a reasonable comparison, right? But, but let's say a, an organization was as much of a s show as the Brooklyn Nets have been. Mm -hmm. That's mismanagement of two of the best players in your league, or or at the very least, mismanagement of right. a franchise involving you two of the best. You want that? That's what I'm saying. Do I want the Toronto Maple Leafs to handle Marner and Matthews we, uh, so poorly that they both demand trades? That's I think not you could great. argue that we have that. In... <laughs> really? But wow. uh, that's another, it's another episode. Spicy. Yeah, I need yeah, to episode, dive into but, that uh, off, off mic. I would also, to go back on topic, uh, believe that soccer is more in line with hockey uh, in that yes. there is those things that you mm. mentioned in soccer. But I've been to baseball games and football games and basketball games, and it's very different. Yeah. You go to a baseball game, unless it's the playoffs. If it's the playoffs, I've been to a baseball game, and it's very dialed in. Pitch to pitch is life and death, like kind of moments are in hockey. Regular season July baseball, it's just people out there to have a good time for the most part. NBA, very relaxed from the games I've been to, and NFL is just kind of weird because there's a lot less action than mm, you realize yeah. when you're at the game. Stoppages are brutal when you're attending an NFL game. Yeah. When I was younger... I would attend more baseball games than I do now with a group of friends. And one of the things I loved about going to baseball games, because I don't actually enjoy the sport of baseball, in between innings where the ball is rolled back to the mound and there's the game where you Mouth everybody – every, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. What, a, what a wonderful addition to the culture <laughs> of a sport that, that was created by the fans and maintained by the fans. You don't like the sausage race? And that's Milwaukee? another one. No, that's another yeah, one. Okay. I do right. love that. I, right. That's great. And at a baseball game, I do find the wave charming. Okay. Do you? Yeah. I, I don't care about it, but yeah. I, it's... The topic of the conversation was yeah. at the hockey game. Like, what are you... Last real quick question before we yeah. go. Uh, Zach, where do you come down on the hockey song? The Zamboni one? Yeah, the, the good old hockey game. You know. yeah, Stomp I, and Tom. I like game. it. Yeah, It's got a place. 
terrific. It is our yeah. version of take me out to the ball game, and it should be yeah. treasured and cherished, and it should be played with the lyrics in each and every building so that fans can sing along. On the Jumbotron, on the little, Jumbotron. a little yeah. Zamboni yeah. bouncing take over Take me out them. to the ball game. They had the lyrics up on the big board, right? I think it's a great intermission, yeah. intermission activity. Sorry, I lied. Last actual time. Okay. Mm. This was the most shocking revelation to me about my drive to Arizona with Mikey Alexander, mm. the human golden retriever, who is positive about everything all the time. Mikey's favorite thing in the world is having favorite things. Mikey does not like little kids playing hockey on the ice during intermission. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> Which is like the Stop. most wholesome, adorable thing that Stop. anybody's ever seen. That's impossible. It blew my mind. How? Because the brighter the picture, the darker the negative, and at wow. the core of Mikey Alexander's Mikey Alexander's glowing bright ball of uh, warmth <laughs> and uh, and positive affirmation is a is a dark wow. twisted center, and it's wow. not liking little kids playing hockey. Wow. Uh, I think that should be a like a mandatory thing for you know intermission. One Agreed. intermission per night, you got to have kids playing hockey. And I'm a fan. I love it. When you work in the minor leagues and you have to deal with those people, sure, you have a different side of the coin. Like when they, when they ask you if the team's goalie can stay on the ice during intermission to take shots because their goalie couldn't show up. Like when you have that happen, you're like, all right, these people are, mm. wow, grinding my gears. But it is awesome to watch. And when one of those little kids scores, it is awesome. And I've been that kid, and I have a story about what, it. What building? I, oh no, you told me it's the Times Union Center in Albany, New York. That's right. Yeah. Times Union yeah. Center. It was, was it the Pepsi cool. Center then? It was the Pepsi Arena yeah. at the time. Wow. Is there footage of that anywhere? I don't think it exists. No, my parents were not video folks. A lot of photos, I'm sure. Yeah. But I lied. One actual <laughs> last thing. If I could add something to that list, mm-hmm. put your phone away. Me? No, no. In, oh. During the game, I was like, I got the list. Well, like if you're, if you, like if it's an overtime and you're in a section, oh, and like there's a hundred, no, videoing, and there's a oh, hundred yeah. people in front of you, videoing the game. Did you see that uh, picture of LeBron hitting yeah. the, that, that shot, and the only guy who didn't have his phone out was Phil Knight? <laughs> I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. I'm more of a thing about with like concerts, like mm. live the show. Yeah, yeah. like. I remember I went to shows and I thought it was like, oh, I take all these videos. Like, I never watched this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and look. Like, I enjoyed the moment. When did that moment. become a habit of just like, I need to take a picture of everything and save it? And, you Sometime know, like, after yeah. 2007. Probably. I'll take one photo at any event I'm at or mm-hmm. a couple. Get yeah. Usually at the beginning and then I don't need any more unless yeah. something really interesting happens. I, on Dustin Brown night, I took uh, like a five-second video of his banner going up. And a five-second video of the Stanley Cup being brought out, only so that I could text it to a couple of people who weren't there. But otherwise, like I just enjoyed yeah. the whole thing. It was you know, watch the whole thing for ninety minutes. You know, live in the moment. Yeah, yep. exactly. Everything's right. being recorded by the deep state anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, you can watch it back on ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah, later. there you go. That's right. All right, and that was a joke about the deep state, everybody. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap it up. Alex Faust, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Zach. As always. As always. And uh, thanks to Jim Fox for poking his head in and yelling, shoot it earlier. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>